This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I am your host, Amanda Sherme, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach working with you to redefine success and gain confidence in your business and in your life. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry and to build a business and life that is defined on your terms. Join me for intentional conversations as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability, providing you with the tools to expand, grow, and create. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back. On today's episode of Untapped Power, we will be exploring the benefit to cultivating an intentional personal practice. And I think one of the most challenging things for most of us is making ourselves a priority over and over again. And this is really the reason for cultivating an intentional personal practice is to choose ourselves. There's just so much going on in the world. And as a result, we have so many outside choices. And the question really becomes what causes us to stick with certain personal practices and others that we seem to have for a short amount of time and then let go of. We see this all the time, right, at the start of a new year, the commitment to have a new intention, whether it be with your health, your career, your personal goals. And then within a month or two, we've forgotten the commitment and we've moved on and and it, it all becomes something of the past. So I'm going to be sharing on today's episode how to cultivate personal practices that are meaningful, that are long lasting, and why I believe the most important component of a consistent personal practice is allowing it to be uniquely your own with clear direction from your heart first rather than your head. So before I dive in, I would love for you to pause this for a moment and and consider what it means to you to have a personal practice and why it is important. Just ask yourself that question. Why is it important to have a personal practice and what does it mean to you? Right, so often a personal practice can be a thought or idea that comes from someone else. It's one of those things that sounds like a good idea because someone else has recommended it. I distinctly remember when I was doing my yoga teacher training, which seems like so long ago, but in, in reality, it wasn't very long ago. But I would hear all the time, right, it's important to have a personal practice, especially as a teacher of others. But I never really was clear on what that meant. Did they mean just doing more yoga on my own or doing meditation every day? Or did that mean continuing to deepen my knowledge through the teachings and somehow do something every day that related to that? I never really was able to get that clarity until I started to explore this for myself. When what I've come to realize, like so many things, is there's not one specific definition of what a personal practice is. It's personal to you and you alone. And that can be challenging because there's not a right or a wrong. So as a result, there is not someone there to evaluate and give you feedback, which I think can be ultimately the biggest challenge of it all. If we don't have someone giving us feedback or telling us that we've done something correct, how do we know it's working? 
And so the question is, how do I know what I require for myself? I think that is the perfect question to begin with. How do I know what I require for myself? And what do I need in this moment and in the next? Right? Those questions are pretty simple. What do I require for myself and what do I need? And if we start to ask ourselves what we need, we start to form a relationship of trust with ourselves. And what we notice in this process over time is that there may be certain needs we require each and every day of ourselves. And as we identify these needs, we might realize that the benefit to performing them every day is profound. And as a result, we step into and start to establish our daily practice. This personal practice starts with a solid foundation and allows for the openness to change. Because as we change, the practice changes. But the solid foundation arises from trusting ourselves, fully trusting ourselves. So as you identify what you need in each and every moment, you start to realize that certain practices might have benefit to you if done every single day. But again, you're the only one who knows best. So notice when something is no longer working for you and requires even that slightest shift or change. And I say that because sometimes these changes are extremely small and we might not even seem like a change. It doesn't matter how big the change actually is. What matters is how aligned we are within ourselves. So tuning in and figuring out what works for you is not always a big monumental shift. So just be mindful of that. The cultivation of a personal practice always requires continual refinement. A checking in with the self to ask, is this working? Is what I am doing continuing to benefit me in the ways I require to move myself forward? And as much comfort as routine brings, we as human beings are always changing, right? Our personal practice requires us to stay in this place of change. So I want to break down an example because I think giving you an example of this can be helpful to step into this for yourself. Again, the example is not meant for you to do what I'm doing because you are uniquely you. It's meant to give you context to what I have just explained of how to cultivate a practice because sometimes through example, through teaching, we can help to see how this can relate to ourselves and figure out what works for us. So when I decided that part of my personal practice was having a dedicated meditation practice, I had to first ask myself what that meant for me. Did that mean I had to meditate for a certain amount of time each day or that it had to be at a certain time each day? I wasn't entirely sure at first. So I checked in with myself and I tried different ways. My intention was clear that I wanted to have a dedicated meditation practice because I knew that I needed to quiet my mind and my desire for inner contentment was at the heart of it. But I needed to find my unique way of getting there by listening to myself and trusting my heart. So I noticed the times I chose to meditate and how it felt for me. I checked in with myself to see how this practice was working with me and enhancing my own well-being. And I started to see firsthand for myself the benefits of having a consistent practice. What I can share with you from this experience is that it has continued to evolve, to shift, and to change. 
The reason this personal practice has continued to work for me is because I have given it space and I've trusted myself to figure it out. I didn't continually check in with someone else or search around me for what other people were doing to see if that might work. I stayed true to myself and I embraced my own evolution with the practice and found deep value in starting my day in meditation. So again, I share this with you not only as an example, but as a reminder that when our intention is clear and it is uniquely our own, that our personal practice becomes long-lasting. We're simply trusting ourselves over and over again and discovering our own way forward. So one of the most important questions you can ask yourself in this process is, does this serve me? Is it empowering for me? Those are big questions. Does this serve me and is it empowering to me? And so often we can stay in a personal practice that is no longer empowering because we have convinced ourselves it is what we need. It may have worked before or we may want it to work, but instead it's actually disempowering us. So notice when something is disempowering, it is critical for our own personal growth to have that acknowledgement and notice. It requires that slight shift, right? That slight turn that may be uncomfortable. So I want to leave you with this. I call it a personal practice for a reason. Because I'm showing up and learning each and every day. That is what a practice is. I'm choosing to learn and to grow. Cultivating a personal practice is simply for you and you alone. Yes, it requires consistency and discipline. And it requires reevaluation and refinement. But practice is not perfect. Practice is not getting it right or showing it off to someone else. Having a personal practice is truly about forming more awareness with yourself, showing up to yourself, letting yourself know that you are worth it in each moment of each day. So this episode wraps up our first season of Untapped Power, which I cannot believe that we've made it through an entire season I can't say enough about this first season and all that has unfolded. I couldn't have planned it. And I think that is a gift of life when we open ourselves up to that. This season has allowed me for so much growth and evolution. And I hope that it has allowed you to see that within yourself. So I appreciate you being a part of it and for tuning in. We will be back for season two in September. And I look forward to sharing in more conversation and connection. I already have some exciting guests lined up. If you are listening and would like to be a guest on the show or know of a yoga teacher who is doing amazing work and would like to share it with the world, then reach out to me directly. Just go to amandastroni.com. And in the meantime, feel free to go back to any of the earlier episodes in season one if you're a yoga teacher that is looking for more community, then join our live calls. We have those every Tuesday at 2 Eastern Standard Time, and those will continue even during this short break to share in conversations on topics such as this. All you have to do is go to untappedpower.net and get yourself signed up. And when you sign up, you'll get access to all the previously recorded calls as well as a variety of free resources. I guarantee it will be worth it. I look forward to being back with you soon and I hope you stay committed to a personal practice that is uniquely aligned with you. See you soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please consider joining our free community that meets every Tuesday at 2 Eastern Standard Time, where we continue the conversation, share ideas, and raise the collective vibration. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your personal finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call or sign up for the self-paced workshop, Developing a Spiritual Money Mindset. All information can be found at untappedpower.net. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.